Hey, Didi. Yeah, Dino. Did I ever tell you about Podcoin? No. Well, Podcoin is this cool new app that basically pays you to listen to podcasts. What? Yeah. Before you get excited and quit your job. Okay. It doesn't pay you like that. Oh, okay. Like, you're not going to have a second income or anything like that. Uh Uh-huh. But it will get you a couple of, like, gift cards to, you know, uh, Starbucks or something like that. Oh. Yeah. And even if you don't, like, want to take the the rewards cards, you can donate the money that you generate to charity. That's awesome. So it's really cool. Basically, all you do is you go to your app store for your Mm -hmm. phone, Mm -hmm. and you look, you search for PodCoin, Mm -hmm. you download it, Uh look for your favorite podcast like The Shiznit Show. Right. Go ahead and start listening, and as you listen, you will get, you will start earning reward points. What? On top of all that, Mm -hmm. if you put in your our promo code uh-huh. red rock uh-huh. when you first sign up you'll get 300 points right off the bat wow so i download the app mm-hmm. i listen and collect points and earn gift cards but when i sign up i get an extra 300 points yep and oh. that's not all what yep if you look there's for more is there's more oh. if you look in their bonus section uh-huh. or a bonus show which is a show that's being uh featured on podcoin like mm-hmm. the shiznit show you will get one and a half times credit that you normally get for listening to the regular shows. Wow. So it's really great. So I get bonus points for listening to a show that I'm already listening to. Exactly. Right now. Exactly. Oh my God, I'm downloading it. Is it in my Play Store? It is. I'm going to get it. If you're not listening to the Shitness Show on Popcorn, what are you doing with your life? What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your boy. I am your host, Dino Red. And I have with me, as always, my rider dies, Miss Dijon Monique. What's up, world? It's your girl. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. I'm back. Back on the block. Back, bitches. Hey, back like you never left. All right. Man, so it's been a minute, Pip. I know. It's been almost a month since I was in front of the mic. Wow. Wow. It's been that long? Well, like three, four weeks, yeah. Because we pre-recorded Labor Day. Oh, right, huh? Okay, so it has been a while. Yeah. We had so much fun last week. 
Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, yeah I had some did. good stories I didn't get to talk about. Aww. Oh. I know, huh? We didn't get to hear about your trip. <laughs> oh, it was good. It was good? No, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Y'all got, oh, seriously, this is, I'll just tell you just getting to Chicago. So, my flight was supposed to leave Friday at noon, and Jason spent the night on Thursday, and we were all set to go. He's going to take me to the airport at 10. And at when I woke up at eight, it said our my flight was delayed. It was not gonna be leaving till four. Whoa. Okay. All right. I'll deal with that. I called the groom in Chicago that I was going to the wedding and said, "Look, I'm gonna get in a little bit later because I was supposed to get in at six thirty Chicago time. Oh my god. Pick up my rental car, go straight to the rehearsal dinner. Because mm. uh, this dude, he's like family to me. The wedding I went to, and so his I and I haven't seen his family in a while, and I, I want to meet his 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 partner, yeah. his new husband's family, all that good stuff. So I was like, I'm not going to be there. I'm going to get there late. So no big deal. And then I got another text an hour later saying the flight was going to leave at six. Then I got text oh, another wow. 15 minutes later saying the flight was leaving at six 30. Oh wow. Then it was leaving at seven. Then it was leaving at seven 30. Um, at one point in time, they said that they had to get a plane from Chicago, fly it to LA for us. Oh my and God. And that's the one that was leaving at seven 30. Oh my God. So the groom is tripping. He is tripping. So he's yelling at them on the phone. He's like, look, this is the best I can do. I get you a flight out at 640. You will get in Chicago at 1230. I was like, okay, all right, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So I get on that flight at 640. It's a different airline. And I sit in the plane at the gate for an hour and a (gasps) half. Yeah. Yeah, I leave later than the delayed flight. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Then I finally get in Chicago. It's 2 a.m. I get in Chicago, get on the shuttle. I go to the rental car place. Can't find the rental car counter because it's the middle of the night and they change where they do it. So I have to, I look for the counter. I find the counter. I find the dude. Get, I get the car. I drive out to bumfuck Egypt, <laughs> Illinois. Back corner I get to the hotel. It's 3 a.m. I say, oh, I'm so glad I'm here. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, Oh man, I just reset the system. I'm not gonna be able to check you in for oh 30 to 45 God. minutes. I was like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, if you got here maybe three minutes ago, like I could have got you in." I was like, "Do not tell me that after I've been waiting all day just to fly here." That's like the worst thing he could have ever said. Mm-hmm. Wow. So at 3:45 a.m., I finally checked into my hotel. <gasps> oh my God! Yeah, I was up for like 24 hours almost. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. Just to get to Chicago. Oh my God! Yeah, that that was crazy. You're supposed to be there at six, and you didn't even get there until after midnight. Yep, oh. but I tell you what, it was a beautiful wedding, and I was fly looking. So that was my next everything question. worked out. Awesome. <laughs> cool, cool. Was it your brother that got married? No, this is a friend of mine. I consider him like my gay godson. Okay, he's like I've known him since he was 19, and uh, I've just watched him grow and change. I remember, I remember when he first met his now husband. Cause I was, I went to Chicago to rehearse one of the cruise ships I went on and uh, he knew I was in Chicago. So he came by to see me and and he's like, do you mind if I bring this guy? I just, we just started dating. He's real nice. And I liked him. I was like, yeah, he he gets the pip thumbs up. Now they married. Awesome. So pip, you got to give the approval. If you want to get married, I got to add that to my, my advice. (laughs) (laughs) I was one of two black people at the wedding. One of three people of color. It was very white. Oh. Very, wow. very. And I was dressed super black. <laughs> what did you wear? <laughs> I, 
Uh, I had my hair and my dreads. Mm-hmm. I had it up. I had like a little funky little style. I had some good like jewelry on. Uh-huh. I had like a flowing yellow like tunic look like, like it was like Indian. <laughs> um, I had these white pants on that was fly. And some oh, sand- uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was fly. Okay. I was right, very then. ethnic looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One, one, the tunic one, one of the, the dude's uncle said to me, he goes, you know, I did that ancestry DNA. And, no, didn't. And I found out that uh, I'm 1% African. Oh, East African. Wow. And he's like, and my wife, <laughs> she's 1% West African. Wow. I said, are y'all having tribal wars? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Why, why Good are you telling white, me? Right? 1%. <laughs> oh, I don't man. affect you when you're getting pulled over. So, shout out to the chat, CastBox Live, everybody checking in. You know, Amy and everybody in there. Thank you guys for uh, listening. And uh, thank you guys for listening to us on all the other uh, platforms that we're on. Hey. Over there, down there in the ATL, on, on uh, Beat Break Radio, 80, uh, Beat Break Radio 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Uh Wherever else you might be listening to us, all over the we globe. Appreciate you. Thank you mm-hmm. for streaming everywhere. You're streaming. That's right. And shout out to Breakbeat. Yes, Beat love break. your Instagram. Beat break. <laughs> uh, okay, so Didi, what's been up? Oh man, well, I just want to give a special shout out to Jessica. Today's her birthday, and also Tedra it was her birthday. Shout out to my wife. Tomorrow's her birthday. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Virgo season. It's Virgo season, okay. just running me down into the ground, yes, and emptying out my wallets. Thanks a lot, you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, so Virgo season has been lit. Turn up. Um, I have the Patron rasp in my voice right now because... Oh, is that what that is? That's what that is. Mm. Because I was partying so hard on Friday. I tried to recover on Saturday, but that didn't work. And so, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Dear God, I'm here. Dear God, <laughs> uh, I, I had a, 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 I met a celebrity. Who do you meet? You always meeting somebody. Your house always looking like some house. <laughs> <laughs> what? My house always looking like some yeah. house. What does that mean? Like the TV thing. Yeah. A location. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I met uh, Craig Robinson. Oh, what? I know Craig Robinson. Mm-hmm. He's real, from Chicago. Yeah, he's a real cool dude. Real cool. Well, what y'all talk about? Well, it wasn't it wasn't that type of thing. I kind of oh. like bumped into him. He was wandering around City Hall, lost, and kind of my buddy and uh, Reggie. We ran into him, kind of pointed him in the right direction. And that was nice. But uh, yeah, I was like, "Hey, he looks just like that uh, <laughs> that dude." And then my buddy Reggie was like, "Yeah, that's him." I like uh, Craig <laughs> Robinson, and he was like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> I was like, oh, Mr. Robinson. Him. Right. What up, Mr. Robinson? I was like, man, I liked your show. Too bad it didn't, you know, it didn't last. He was like, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Oh. But uh, yeah, he was a real cool dude. I'm going to see good. him at the Hollywood Bowl in a couple of weeks. He's hosting Black Movie Soundtrack Part Three. Oh, okay. Okay. What is Black Movie Soundtrack Part One and Two? Black right. Movie Soundtrack <laughs> is bomb. If there's tickets left, get you a ticket. Okay. It is so good. They do it every other year. It's curated curated by Reginald Hudlin of the Hudlin Brothers. Right. Okay. They it's movies, it's songs from black movies. Oh. With guest stars like Chaka Khan, Elder Barge, Charlie Wilson, um, 
last year, or not the last time they did it, Babyface was there, Earth, what? Wind, and Fire was there, Gladys Knight was there, Bilal was there, Anthony Hamilton was there. What? Anthony Hamilton will be there, I think, again this summer, too. And they performed, yeah, you know the movie Claudine? Yes. Gladys Teach Knight sang. Hold my liquor. Gladys Knight sang five songs from Claudine. Wow. At the Black Movie Soundtrack the last time. Wow. And then they did a like a tribute to Prince, they did a tribute to Whitney, to Whitney. Uh, and the the Hollywood Bowl Orchestra is there as well to do like the you know the scores. Yeah. And it's it's uh, great and it's hosted by Craig Robinson. Wow. Wow. Yeah, totally oh, worth it. Host. It's on the 25th of September. Okay. I, I highly recommend it to anybody. Okay, well that's good stuff right there. I'm trying to see if I can get that. All right, y'all ready to get in these topics? Yes, let's do that. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So New York City has got a new uh a new solution for their age old rat problem. Uh oh. Yeah, boy. They got some monster size rats in there. Thank God when I was there I didn't see any. Oh my god. Like the size of cats. So yeah, that's yeah, that's the the, the urban myth, <laughs> the urban legend. They always say that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, they've had rat issues for a long time. And so what they they have these new traps where in which they end up uh drowning them in booze. Mm. What a way to go. Is it only for <laughs> Is it only for the for the rats? <laughs> The liquor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think you want this liquor. Okay. It's not like like you know rum or something. Oh, okay. But it's like this alcohol based concoction that Ooh. it uh, it serves a couple of purposes. One of the purposes is that it kind of preserves the rats, so it keeps them from stinking, De- mm-hmm. decomposing, yeah, okay. decomposing. Right. Okay. So for us humans that are walking around the city, we're not smelling dead rats, right? All Which right. is a nasty ass smell, right? Yes. and Rats are smart. They know what dead rats smell like. Mm-hmm. If they smell dead rats, they're not going to go near it. Yeah. So they don't smell dead rats, so they still keep falling for the okie doke. So basically, this is how the, the, the device works. Think of it as like a, it's kind of a, a box, rectangular box-shaped uh, gadget, right? Mm-hmm. And it has a little ladder that leads up to it. And you fasten it to like, you can either fasten it to the building or you can just set it down in a corner somewhere. But uh, they can also fasten it so that this kind of the top part is flush with the level or something. So anyway, the rat goes up the ladder or either in from some other angle. And the top part is the, the bait station where they have all the food. Right. And then once the rat goes in there, they feed them, they feed them natural food. The one, the video that I watched, they had like policies in there or sunflower seeds. We call them policies policies and pine nuts and pork fat all this just natural stuff right and you would think it would be like all processed and in, in, into these little like little nuggets or something like, like that pellets, or something. pellets yeah it's not it's the actual policies pine nuts and pork fat like the actual real food it's a buffet yeah a good one right last <laughs> so, meal so they put that in there right and then the once, once he goes in there he falls through and then they said liquid ink instantly uh incapacitates them right wow. and then they they eventually drown wow yeah and so they just float there and they and then it has a little a little device on the outside of it that kind of keeps track of how many rats are 
in there, and it can hold up to like ninety. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a drunken death. And they, they did it on on. They showed it like on live TV, and they they tested it out in um and uh, was it Brooklyn? I think it was Brooklyn. Um, and one of the uh, their worst uh, infested neighborhoods, and they had the news there and everything, and the mayor was there. You know, they wanted to show the city like this. The is mayor, the, the new plan. <laughs> the mayor. So. No, this is a big deal. Yeah, this could, I know. You, if you got rid of rats, you would be the hero of any town. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, like, the this rat is. problem must be, I mean, I know that it's really bad, but just, I'm in L.A., and I've never been, so I can't imagine, like, the mayor needs to be involved in this. This but, is a city issue. Yeah, I see. This is, I see. Yeah. And it's, a, I, mean, <laughs> I think any any major city, I, I, LA, LA, too, LA, LA has a rat problem. Yes, we yeah. do. So any mayor that can get rid of rats is going to be a hero. They're going to get a statue. Well, actually, they've been saying that L.A., because of the homeless problem being out of control, mm-hmm. that it's hindered the rats. It's not not just that, that we ha- are in danger of bringing back some middle age diseases, diseases, yeah, wow. stuff that, that had been cured and, and eradicated for years. The thought like leprosy and uh, all kinds uh, of crazy stuff, because they were talking earlier this year that there was typhoid downtown. Yeah. So oh. if you noticed. Uh, I've been down in the Civic Center a lot lately, you know, a lot. And right in the Civic Center, they had these signs posted telling the the homeless people that, like, you have to get all your belongings because, and they had a map. They said, and it was, like, all around City Hall for, like, blocks. Wow. It's going to be power washed, you know, and so all your belongings will get damaged if you don't move beyond these this radius. And so, uh, yeah, so they had that, and it also, it helped kind of, for a second, you know, it kind of helped, because they was building a little tent city right across from City Hall. Wow. Right in front of City Hall, right in front of City Hall East. Wow. Which was across from Main City Hall. Yeah. They was building a, a tent city that was getting really out of hand. And, yeah, so that that was, you know, has been moved because of that or whatever, but it looks like they're already trying to, trying to rebuild it. Yeah, you would think that the City Hall and the council members would see that how how bad this is getting and try and do, even do something about it. It's right there in front of City Hall. Yeah, so um, that's part of the, So anyway, uh, yeah, rats, they carry all kind of stuff. And, you know, because of all this, this situation being compounded with the homeless or whatever, and rats are out of control and so are old-timey diseases, biblical diseases. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's out of control. Like stuff, Running Jesus rapid. cured. Running <laughs> rapid on you know what I'm saying? Jesus cured leprosy. I don't know how long ago. And <laughs> it's making a comeback. Making a strong comeback. I wonder when the first person is going to die from what you're trying to drink the alcohol inside of these <laughs> rat traps. Oh, ain't no, God. Ain't nobody going to drink that. They can't. First of all, they can't get to it. And if they did get to it, most likely a rat's been in it already. Like, I, ain't nobody going to drink that. I don't know. Ain't gonna happen. Only people that can get to it are the people who, who are working, you know, the, the whatever, and the, you know, they're not, they're not gonna do it. Yeah, that's, mm. We'll see. Check back in with us later. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it, that ain't gonna happen. That's for people. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I think there's a lot easier ways to get a buzz on from booze than by uh, drinking the rat fluid. <laughs> Oh. Very true. Oh man! Uh, the California State Assembly unanimous unanimous. Ah, what is wrong all with right, me? All Unanimi- right. Unanimously, unanimously. There it is. Unanimously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I can say it. Uh, all together. Passes a bill <laughs> to allow college athletes to profit from endorsements. Finally. 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 Yeah, finally. It's been a long time. But, uh. More than a long time. Yeah. Never. Right. But yeah, First yeah, time in history, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a long time that they've been working on this. Long time coming. Long time coming. Long time working on this. So, uh, I'm I'm happy for this. They they deserve it. You definitely. know, there's definitely enough money to go around. There's no reason why they shouldn't be getting a piece of the pie as well. Mm-hmm. And this will alleviate a lot of those stupid fines and all the. the you know, I I just I hate, I hate policing, and and laws and things of of that are around for, you know, unjust reasons. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it's the law or against the law, but it's not fair. It's not right. You know what I mean? Like, and they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not supposed to take bribes and this and that. Meanwhile, you know, your your family is, is hungry and, and poor, and you're right. trying to do for them, and right. people throwing money at you because you do the sports or whatever, and there's no legal recourse, so your only recourse is to do something illegal, and then you in jeopardy of you know uh, your teams being losing you know, everything suffering and, and getting disqualified and all kind of just craziness just because it's not fair and yeah. people are being greedy. And this is my thing about it: the colleges can make as much money as they want off the players selling mm-hmm. their jersey, right. selling their t-shirts, their selling likenesses. their hat, their likenesses. Um, you know, there's in the NCAA games, all types of multimedia. You know that that the college and other people profit off of, yes. but not the actual Athlete. player. Yeah. And they're risking so much. They're risking their body. They're risking their education. You know, it, it's this is definitely something that I feel is a, def, a step in the right direction. It should have happened a long time ago. It doesn't make any sense to me anyway. Ago. Like, l- let me take, take, take it for example for where I'm coming from. So I was a theater major, right? Mm-hmm. I was on scholarship. They were giving me, the school was giving me money to study theater mm-hmm. right can i not do a commercial while i'm a student because of that that doesn't seem fair no right yeah i mean i should be, i should be able to profit from my skills that i have and, and whatever yes. that i have even if they're not paying me for doing the shows even though they take money for the shows Correct. right so wait so as a as a as a student actor on a scholarship you can't do a commercial yeah you can you can you can oh, do okay. all that you can get paid for being an actor oh, okay so in other words you're saying that you can profit from that okay mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah they're not gonna pay me for the show the show that i did they don't pay you for that right they, they right. keep the money for that they're not making a lot it's theaters not basketball yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but i can still make money they should be able to make money, money well. too yes. yeah yeah sure they should be paying them if we're really being honest but this is a step in the right direction yeah. yes definitely yeah Definitely. Wow. So definitely, definitely congrats to all the players. That's going to be getting them fat checks. Yeah. Be right. specific to the ones that's going to get, because every player ain't getting the fat no, check. No, they ain't, everybody ain't getting the fat checks. But those NBA hopefuls, they yeah. about to live it up. Yeah, some players just getting memories. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we don't talk a lot about sports here. All right. But we got, we got. I'll hang on this, to my chair. We got a second sports story. Well. It's not really a sports story. It's it's tangentially related to sports. Mm. You know, uh, the Clippers just signed the 
big star, Kawhi Leonard, who yeah. who was uh, acting like he was going to come to the Lakers just for leverage, basically used us and then went to the Clippers. Yeah. Well, his sister hmm. was just arrested for robbery and murder. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> What is up with you today? It's just, okay. <laughs> what? Well, because it's like he pumped fakes on coming to the Lakers. <laughs> and now his sister's in trouble. So, well, we'll see what happens now. Well, so what happened was, uh, this on August 31st, authorities found Afa Assad unconscious in the California casino casino bathroom she's like 80 something years old 84 Mm -hmm. 81 or something like that right uh they said the investigators suspected that she was assaulted anyway they took her to the hospital she died shortly after oh as a result of the assault uh they though the authorities at the pachanga theater uh casino went to the security tapes of course right and they said that Kamisha Williams, 35, that's the one that's the sister of Kawhi Leonard, and uh, Candace Townsell, 39, were immediately identified. Mm. And uh, they've been picked up. And that's all the detail we have right now. Not a lot of detail. That's about it. Well, I wonder, wonder, wonder. So I don't know what they saw on that video and how they're – immediately identified i i don't know if they have a reputation for going in there or that's something. what i was thinking i don't know what but i got questions and there's not a lot of answers yeah so we'll see what's going on but I've been right to, now i've been to pachanga mm-hmm. and it's a pretty decent sized casino but it has a lot of regulars that go there people who go to pachanga they go to pachanga so mm-hmm. yeah i can imagine yeah so there's that I'm sorry. Y'all looking at me like I'm supposed to say something about it. I don't know what to say. I didn't, I didn't look at you. Oh. <laughs> Married man's death during sex on business trip ruled a workplace accident. What? <laughs> That's my kind of job. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. What you do for a living? I'll be slipping them dicks. You right? <laughs> wow. Slanging it. Hey. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, what kind so of business th- trip was this? He went to France. Yeah, I bet. And he he met some chick there uh pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And uh and uh, they were they were getting it on and he right after had a heart attack. Wow. Yeah. And so uh Isn't that the way all men dream to go? Uh mm. I don't know about all men dreaming that way, but uh, you know, I mean he's <laughs> pretty close. Yeah, I mean, if you got to go, it's, you know, I mean, it's still a heart attack that you had, but you had it, you just had sex that precipitated it, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know if it's that great, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like the sex itself actually killed him. Now, okay. that might be the dream. Okay. If the sex itself, like, you know, skipped the heart attack and the, the act, the, the sex act itself just was so good, so dope that it just ended Here your do. life. Okay. Yeah, that that probably a dream right there. All right, now, this <laughs> that's that's a clarifying I, statement. I know his business trip was in France, but he's actually French, right? This was a French citizen, and it happened. It was the French courts that ruled it. 
I believe it was French courts. It was not clear on. uh, Because I think he works for a Parisian railroad. I I believe so. I believe so. So, but any case. We talked before on the show about how the French got it together when it comes to like treating their workers a little bit better than we do. Well, if it was up to the company, though, he wouldn't be getting any. The company was like, the company argued that, nah, he was having sex. They didn't have anything to do with work. (laughs) Right. And the judge was like. Far from work. The judge was like, no. Nope, nope, nope. That's not the way we play the game, bruh. He would have never met that tenderoni if y'all hadn't have sent him there. The judge said when a employee is away on vacation. Or business trip. Or business trip. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not, not vacation. On business trip, then the protection of the employer extends to normal life activities. What? Yep. Because they, wouldn't be, they wouldn't be there without if they wasn't on a business and trip. Even, That's true. And even having... An affair is part of having sex with someone who's not his wife, which is beside the point. Uh, that extends into regular life activities. So he's covered. Wow. So, and I'm he tried to appraise. appeal a couple of times and he was shot. They were, they, the company was shot down every time. <gasps> so the family gets 80% of his pay all the way up until he retires or what, the age he would have retired. Wow. And then they get his pension, the same pension. That he would have gotten. So wow. they're, 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 you know, pretty much taking care of The wife probably of. like, this, yeah. this worked out. Just yeah. like, yeah. yeah. She's like, if you got to get cheated on, this is the way to do <laughs> it. Way to do you it. know what I'm saying? She's like, this is the way. I'll talk about it. Come up. He don't even have to come back. He's oh, well, gone. At least I'm going to get a dishwasher. Right? He ain't got to divorce him. No. Nope. He ain't got to kick him out. Nope. Mm-hmm. None of that. And then on top, if he had life insurance, oh, pfft. Right. He gets all of that. All of that. Ugh. <sighs> Wow, I still don't sure how I feel about this. She basically she basically won the lottery, like she won that's a little mini jackpot. She hit a lick. That's I'm not sure. How she I feel ran about off. This. What do you mean? In, in, what, in what sense? Well, I'm putting myself in the company's shoes. I oh, own a yeah. business. I send you away on business. Yeah, and you messing around and you die. And I got paid for gallivanting, right? So I, I, if I'm really being honest, if I send you on a business trip and you get hit by a bus, that's not my fault either, right? That's but it, but it seems like you still you still covered though. I mean, you still have to you still have to pay. Uh, according to how France it is in France, so that's why I said I'm moving to France because they don't <laughs> I mean, give a seriously. damn about the man. If you go, no, if, here you could be on your lunch break and they'd be like, <laughs> "Oh my god, like, you was on your lunch break. That's your time." You uh, here, if something happens to you while you on work, the first thing they're gonna do is drug test you. Oh, psh, drug test. Let's make sure you're not under the influence of any type of anything. Yeah, you, you got shot because you was drunk. Right, exactly. <laughs> Somebody came drunk and shot the place, and you was you was drunk, or you was under the influence of yeah. marijuana or something. Anything. It's your fault. Like, dang. Can y'all just pay me? <laughs> now, nah, hold on. Go through this uh, rehabilitation first. Then we're going to see how well you are. Then we might pay you. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah. It's hard. I'm moving to France. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all those people who moved to Canada when Don Trump became president. Wow. <laughs> what? They, Must be nice. Was like, no, I'm saying a lot of people said that, but they didn't. Yeah. Nobody did. Yeah. Nobody moved to nobody moved to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> but, I might really, all right, but they always say that. I remember people saying they was gonna do it when George H. W. Bush became president. They was gonna move to Canada and Australia. <laughs> they always talking that talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People always saying something. Always. The millennium came around. Everybody thought everything was going to go black. Well, usually these people that say that, A, didn't vote. 
And right. I'm like, your lazy ass didn't vote. I know you ain't moving. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's an investment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Kevin Hart was in a pretty bad car accident. Yes. Mm. I've been hearing swirls and swirls about his condition. Really? What you Yeah. I heard that he will never walk again. That was the most recent one that He's I heard. He's walking already. Yeah, and then that's another thing that I heard. <laughs> then after that, I immediately got on the grams and was like, well, he's out, so stop polluting my brain. Yeah. So it's just so much going on with him. Yeah, it was so, first of all, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. He, for his 40th birthday uh, earlier this year, he bought himself a 1970 Barracuda. But he had, I heard, I heard he had it tricked out the engine. Mm-hmm. Like he had this really powerful engine put in it and all this stuff. He was not driving. His mm-hmm. buddy was driving. He was in the car with two friends. They were leaving his, his house. Trainer. He was leaving his house. And, his and, manager. and uh, uh, no one was under the influence. The, the driver was not under the influence. I think they, they had they just tested. came back from working out. But of anyway, they did. Um, they, uh, the driver lost control of the, the car and they went uh, over the embankment. Mm. And. Everyone was pinned except for Kevin Hart. He managed to get out the car and go back to his house to call for help. You know, and then later on we find out that he's uh, he's got actually a broken back. And uh, so does the driver. The driver has some serious back injuries as well. And then the, the third person in the car actually didn't uh, suffer any significant injuries. Yes. So so now they're talking about this whole thing with retro cars or or just or old cars in general if they need to be uh, retrofitted with cages and different uh, safety features because no. you know old cars are not as you know they not they don't have the same safety standards that the newer cars have and they're wondering if maybe they should make you know put that on them Ugh. or whatever. So that's, you cannot legislate that people be safe, <laughs> man. <laughs> that's the seatbelt law I, and the, the car know, seat law. But that's and the, the, <laughs> I think that shit's dumb too. Yeah, I think so too. I, I do understand I that do. it has saved lives. I get that, but I, I do get that. I, I understand that. I'm well, not perhaps, a dummy. Perhaps it shouldn't. <laughs> I, I kind of feel that way too. You're not going to wear it, regardless of if it's a crime or not. What'd you say? I said, if people are not going to wear their seatbelts, they're not going to wear it, regardless on if it's a crime or not. It's true, but there are a lot of people that wear seatbelts now that wouldn't have worn seatbelts before. It's true. I, I'm one of them. Yeah, when I was, when I, yeah. I didn't wear a seatbelt until they made me wear a seatbelt. True. And I knew, I do know that is, it is for my good, but you ain't my mama. Right. You're the government. I pay you. Right. You don't pay me. You yeah. don't tell me what to do. Yeah. And sometimes I wear, sometimes I wear. My, our last car was before the, the irritating, you know, we're going to, irritate you to death until you put on your seatbelt mm. so there was no bail yeah so i would not wear my seatbelt yeah but now we have the car that's modern <laughs> and it yells at me every time i don't put on the seatbelt yep. so i wear a seatbelt now just because it drives me crazy not that's to. good you should wear your seatbelt but i would also like to note that kevin hart they were going down um, a portion of Mulholland Drive known as Snake Road. And this road is very windy and curvy. So, you know, their car probably didn't have the necessary traction system and all the new fancy suspension that we have on the cars now. So that could have something to do with it. But I don't think that now we have to go back and find everybody who has a retro tricked out car and make them pay to have these things done. Yeah, that's Kevin Hart's fault. His dry, actually the trainer's fault. Well, that's their fault. I'm yeah. just saying, like, that's not, that's just dumb. That's not on the manufacturer. That's not on the person that sold him the car. Right. That's just dumb. 
And this one accident is going to now legislate a whole state? Well, it's not just one. I mean, this this happened before, so that's why they're they're thinking. Of, and, of course, you know, with Kevin Hart being attached to it, it's getting more publicity and stuff like that. So people who were already pushing for it, they take, you know, they take advantage of the opportunity. Absolutely. It's okay. Kevin Hart was in, a, you know, a major car crash, and, you know, this is – supporting our cause, whatever, so they're going to attach themselves to it, that kind of thing. Here's our, here's our, this happened in Illinois, and people thought I was an asshole, and they probably still do. So, you know, there was a campaign it's for, uh, you know, little buckets, like that you use mop buckets. Mm-hmm. You know, children die in those all the time, drowning them. What? It don't take much for a little small child to fall in a bucket and, and drown. Oh, my God. Because like, their head gets stuck in there, and they, they can't get out, or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm just talking about a small kitchen mop bucket wow so they were trying in illinois at one point in time to pass a law to put safety things on mop buckets <laughs> and i was so against it i'm like this is some bullshit this is some bullshit. some bullshit why can't you just dump the water out or <laughs> any kids kid, watch any, your kids any kid, right, watch your kids any kid that dies in a mop bucket <laughs> <laughs> That's nature. That's an act of God. I'm Natural sorry. Natural selection. Natural selection. That's, that's nature's finest right there. Natural nature's, selection. Yeah. Yeah, that was meant to be. And a mop bucket. That's meant to be. I'm so sorry. now if you notice, if you look at a mop bucket, it'll have a little tiny sticker on it, and it'll show a little baby, with a little, and the baby is climbing on the mop bucket, and it have a little, the, the, a little the, X, no, on the X on it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let your baby in this bucket. <laughs> Oh, oh man, God, that's hilarious! Yeah, the baby in the bucket, baby in the bucket. Wow, I thought you gave babies baths and buckets. <laughs> Whatever. What? Yeah. Don't throw the baby out with the bath water. <laughs> All that. Wait, man, or the bucket you, water. Who you know giving a baby a bath in a bucket? Yeah, who do you Don't know? Don't make me tell oh, on people. Don't make me tell <laughs> we need to make the next call should be to CPS. No. Send them over. Because you, you do the instances. sink before. No, you will use a sink. There are instances when you need before to get a use a uh, You No, there are not ever. Yes. No. Depending on what the baby got into. I suppose if you're homeless, that might be the only time that you're allowed to give your kid a, a, a bath in a, a baby a bucket. bucket bath. Yeah, Mm-mm. baby bucket bath. Baby but if you bath. have if you have any kind of a dwelling, because you would use the kitchen sink or the bathroom sink before you would use a bucket, which people do all the time, give their toddlers, no. you know, or babies uh, a bath in the sink. Yeah, I've seen people give kids a bath in the sink. Who, but the bucket, no. People give babies a bath in a bucket, depending on where you are and you saw what this, the baby had. And you, and you did not call the police. There was no reason you, you, to call you, the police. Yeah, you, you are like a plastic, plastic bucket. You are a co-conspirator. Yeah. You're an accessory fine. after the fact. It wasn't, it wasn't like the the primary means of cleaning the child. It was like kill two birds with one stone. I need to mop this floor. <laughs> it wasn't mop water. And, ba- and bathe this baby. It wasn't mop water. It's the same as giving a baby a bath in the sink. It was if you took the sink outside. Just no, it's not. Just push Yolanda over in that pine saw bucket over there. That pine saw gonna get her nice and clean. Give the baby a bath in the bird bath. Mm. Y'all sound like the people who let the babies climb in the, the, in the, and fount- drown. In the fountain. Y'all sound like the drowning baby people. <laughs> the babies can drown as far as I'm concerned. I'm just Don't saying. Don't no laws. That's all I'm saying. If your baby ends up drowning in the bucket. <laughs> you weren't meant to have the baby? You wouldn't, nope. That baby was meant to be here. You weren't meant to have that baby. And I hope I you don't have any more. I do like baby bucket bath. I don't know why that 
the alliteration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds cool. Baby that bucket sounds bag. cute. It don't sound cute when you <laughs> think about what it is. He <laughs> 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 imagine really. being out in the field, farmed farmland. Why don't you open up a baby wash? <laughs> Just buy you some buckets. You'll be surprised. <laughs> buy you some buckets, set You'll it up right over there on Crenshaw and in, mm-hmm. in, in Coliseum. Uh-uh, and- not right there. I'm going to have to take it. I'm going to have to take it all the way up to Santa Monica and Virgil. Oh, you're going up there. I was just saying you can set there. it up at a, a, a Crenshaw and Obama. No, no, no. And <laughs> put some baby buckets. Baby bucket bath. Y'all got the wrong idea about who giving babies baths and buckets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't care who it is, to be honest. Ghetto poo. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Ghetto poo. You put a straw in it. Ooh, look, baby, whirlpool. Oh, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> they fart in and you tell them it's a jacuzzi. <laughs> so Felicity Hoffman has finally been sentenced, if you can call it that. What a right? joke that was. Mm. But we, you know, we called it. We called it. We mm-hmm. knew that she was going to get a slap on her. They, not just her, they were going to get slaps on the wrist. Some people are theorizing that Lori Laughlin might get a, a little bit more of a, but they're not going to go too much hard on her than no. Felicity Huffman. But just because. More fines. They said uh, Felicity Huffman is, you know. She cooperated. Not just that. They're saying that she uh, she she acts remorseful. Mm-hmm. And Lori Laughlin is acting like, you know. She's acting like how Felicity Hoffman how really you? feels. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, how dare y'all, you know, parade me through this charade, the charade. But, yeah, 15 days. Meanwhile, Tanya McDowell, the black lady over in Connecticut who lied about her. Uh, her right. Uh, she lived her, in Bridgeport, and she said oh, she. Her daughter can go to a better school. Her yeah, child. Who, who was homeless. She got five years. Wow. She got five years. That is crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. And not even, I mean, just a simple line item, like put in the wrong, ad, put in a false address. Right. Uh, and it was a relative's address. Is that correct? Oh, she yes. It was her, her dad's yeah. address, wasn't it? No, I think it was her, like her mother or something like that. Mother. But these other people never. went through such fabrications. I mean, these is productions. This is stuff you do for a movie. It's hilarious. Pre-production. It's, it's like the judge knew that. He, that she was like letting her off and a slap on her wrist and was kind of trying to justify it because she said some crazy shit like the fact that she um, had the low, one of the lowest bribes like so she's rewarded for not spending as much money, money as the other people did on their bribe so if it had been 15 million versus 15,000 she would have been more guilty like no. what? What are you talking no. about right now? And then he said something else, or she, I think it was a she. She said something else about, uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. She said something about, because uh, um, the prosecutors, I, I give it up for the prosecutors, because the prosecutors did go hard on them. The prosecutors was trying to throw the book at them. They yeah. went hard at them and was trying to make, you know, examples out of them and all this kind of stuff. And the As judge, they should have. And the judge said something about, I don't know that I uh, agree with the theory of, um, Basically, basically make an example out of somebody. That's not the term that she used, right. but it means make an example out of somebody so that other people will. Well, like that's the whole fucking justice right. system. Right. What do you mean that's you don't believe point. in it? That's 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 what our justice system is built on. For wow. real, 
guilty get the fuck until, out of here. Are you kidding? Innocent until proven guilty. I'm like, somebody need to put your so, ass on trial. <laughs> I don't get it. That was crazy. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. But Tanya McDonald got five years for trying to give her daughter a better, a, a legitimate better life that she didn't have to even bribe anybody or pay for. And Felicity Huffman, we're all talking about like, like her kid also, it was, it was a test. Somebody cheated. Yeah, she had the she paid the proctor to the right. person who's supposed to make sure there is no cheating. She paid right. that person mm-hmm. to uh, correct uh, the 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 test, and, and you know. So it's multiple organizations that's been fucked with. Oh yeah, by oh, what yeah. she did. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That and Tanya, stopped. like I said, put one thing that was a lie on a form. Right. That was a relative's address. But see, this is what Tanya didn't have. Well, this is what what the difference is. Tanya's black. Tanya's poor. Yep. Tanya's got a record, mm-hmm. and Tanya was homeless. Mm-hmm. You know, and it could you could argue that some of the crime that Tanya uh, did to get her you know arrested or whatever she did because she was just trying to survive and she was poor and homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's not even that's beside the point though. Yeah. One thing had nothing to do with the other. It really didn't. You know what I mean? You can even argue that while she was homeless, the best place for her child to stay was with the relative, and that was she was there most of the time, and that's why she used the address. I mean, there's so right, many things. but she had to like leave during the day, some other kind of complicated stuff or whatever, and you know, some you see, it was it was this bullshit. Meanwhile, Felicity Hoffman outright knew every step of the way, had it planned out with another person. You know what? Just to be real, just to be really real. I don't have a problem with people with with the judge or whoever acting like what she did wasn't that big of a deal because it kind of it's kind of not. But the problem is that what this black woman did is not a big deal either. Right. But she did equity. five fucking years right. for it. Right. That's right. the problem. Yeah. That's right. the problem. Right. You know what I, I mean? Agree. So I hate to try to make Felicity seem like a bad guy in order because I don't want to really do that because she's really not. No. Right. No. You're she's right. Not the she's best pretty for harmless. A child. Right. And I mean she was wrong. She don't deserve five years in jail, but the black woman definitely didn't either. Oh, definitely not. You know, so I'm not trying to throw Felicity under the bus just to 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 make a, a point. But yeah, that's that's some shit that that's not cool. I agree with you. I agree. With you. She does not deserve to go to jail for five years either. She doesn't even deserve to go to jail for one year. <laughs> I think it should be some fines type of situation. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, but I also think community with Tiny service, McDowell, yeah, community service, Fines, whatever, yeah, that's that kind of stuff. Like Tanya McDowell, I would say like a perfect way to for a situation like this is you have to go to that school district, that town, and put in some time or service or something like that. Absolutely, she's homeless. She obviously doesn't have the the means to pay any fines, but let's try to mitigate something that's not extreme as five years away from the very child that she was trying to do something to better. I don't even. I don't. I'm trying to think just that punishment that would fit the crime. Probation. Well, first of all, I don't. It shouldn't even be a crime to try to you know get your kid in. A, like they they need to change that. You know what I mean? Like very e- true. Either either. I mean, don't make schools where they're so. Don't make don't don't allow schools to be so inequitable that people need to go on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. You know, for the kids to get a good education. Absolutely. So as long as. That inequity exists, then leave people alone. But isn't you know that, what I mean? That's all about these antiquated, like tax laws and stuff like that too, right? Because most school districts get their money based off of real estate tax, right? 
or, or housing taxes. I'm not sure how it and works. It depends on where you live. If it's nice houses, people pay more taxes and the school districts are better. Yeah, that's definitely true. I can definitely see that. That's definitely true. That's that's also messed up. Yeah. Because there's somebody like me in the world who doesn't have children, and I pay taxes, which also goes to all the schools, Mm -hmm. right? regardless of what neighborhood they're in, and I think my money should go to, it should be equitable. Yeah, absolutely. Either that or the schools with a lot of money shouldn't get my money. Yes. Something. There's definitely a way that they could make it more fair. Yeah, so... But until then, parents that want their kids to have a, a, a fighting chance are just going to look for loopholes, mm-hmm. you know? So, Well, at least you can get your baby clean in a bucket by DeJong. <laughs> and if Felicity Huffman feels like she needs to, you know, lie, cheat, steal, whatever, to give her kid the, the best chance possible, how much more so us regular folk? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, Exactly. Like, really? You, you think that you... Your kid don't already have Advantage. advantages. Right. Like your kid mm-hmm. got you got to go through this. You got to break laws and stuff for your kid to have a chance. Really, not only to think that they're taking away a spot from somebody who actually deserves it, so they're shutting someone else out who earned that opportunity. That is true, and they're always getting mad about affirmative action for that very reason. True, true that. I like this. I like that comparison, Dino. That was great. Well, I mean, it's pretty much an apples to apples situation. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like it's 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 pretty 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 damn close. You know, it's not exactly, but it's pretty damn close. It yeah. is. You know, and it's not even at the same. Tanya wasn't trying to get her daughter into college. It's no. like primary school. Five year old. Yeah. Five year old kid. Primary school. Do you think location has something to do with it as well? California versus Connecticut. I think it's probably the same. It might. I, I'm pretty sure if I if I looked around, I could find some cases here that you know, even in the same state, that were where people being uh, people not of privilege are being uh, punished more strictly for stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know? that, that's also that was part of the thing, and California is trying to rectify it now too with like the marijuana laws and stuff too. Because if you Let's be honest with just about again, like how justice is meted out in this country. When I lived in Chicago, where marijuana was not legal, when I bought marijuana, I always bought it from white dudes because they could get away with anything. Yeah. (laughs) Because I would see white dudes on the north side of Chicago smoking cigarettes and the cops like, what are you guys doing? But I would see white dudes just light up. Right. It'd be smelling weed everywhere. You can smell weed everywhere. And the cops just went right on by them. So I always bought my weed from white dudes. I just did, like, and if because then they want you to smoke up, like, and if I did buy from a black person, oh, I got it and got out. I just stick around the house. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm, we didn't smoke outside. We just like if if I could, you could if you could run it out to the car or something, (laughs) that'd be great. That's just the way it is. But that's 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 the way we just sort of accept that that's that's the way it is. But it's not fair. It's not right. No. I think that our criminal justice system and and our policing and stuff like that has always been weighted that kind of way. Yeah. Now it's lovely. I live in California. I'm good. <laughs> I'm real good. Except for the weed man there. Real bad. Yeah, I'm going to start growing my own now. <laughs> I am. 
I'm gonna do it yourself. DIY. Hello. DIY weed. Hello. Make sure you read up on all all, all the laws and everything because you know they're pretty strict about what what you can do and how much you can and how big the tree can be and no more than like four or so six plants. Gotta, just like I don't have that kind of room more for more than four plants. So, although I, I've started to notice that outdoor weed increases my allergies. Really? Mm-hmm. I get a little, like, my itchy nose and all that stuff like that from outdoor weed. Like, the stuff that they make, the hydroponics and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I never have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Might have something to do with what they have. Maybe they have to treat it with, like, pesticides or something to Maybe. keep bugs away. Maybe. And that might have something to do with it. Um, I think it's probably because of the insects. They come and they pollinate, mm-hmm. and they put all the stuff on the on the plant, like the natural stuff that you really don't get from hydroponics because it's so clean. The air is filtered. The water is treated with vitamins and minerals to make the plant super strong and super green and super potent. So it's like a super plant, essentially, inside, getting the perfect amount of light, the mm-hmm. perfect amount of Wind, the perfect like a, temperature. Like a plant on steroids. Exactly. It's like a plant on, in the perfect condition. It's on steroids versus a plant that's outside getting all the elements. The science behind that is pretty dope. Yeah. The outdoor air. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm still going to grow it. Yeah, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to suffer. It's better. I'm just going to suffer. <laughs> you can grow it right outdoors. It's always better. If you can grow it right. I got the space and Red Hulk ain't there to smoke it up. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. Thank God. Uh, I'm getting a new roommate today, Craig. Welcome, Craig. Welcome, Craig. Oh, also, shout out to Matt Crabtree, who's in L.A. right now. Big up, Matt. Who's in here? Shout out to Matt. I wanted him to come come today, but then I got mad and jealous of him because he went to see Earth, Wind, and Fire at the bowl last night. (laughs) Ain't nobody having a groove tonight without us. (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right. I was in recovery, so, yeah. (laughs) Well, we haven't talked about any TV in a while. Awesome. Now, I know I've told you guys about Songland when it first came out. Right. Yes. Songwriting competition. Right, right. I I still watch it. And it's gotten even better. That show, if you like music at all or, you know, even even, even if you're not a songwriter, but especially if you're a songwriter, like, I don't know. I think Jason should watch the show, but he probably Jason from Jason and Mindy. Lana, he probably wouldn't like it. But anyway, it, it, it's I find it incredible. I, I think first of all, I think they find some such talented people. I think it's amazing how they consistently find these talented, unheard of, you know, people. And I mean, they come on here with these songs that are just ready, like polished. Don't need anything. Now, the producers are there, and they're basically there to try to help tailor the song for the artist that's there that week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and me and my, my family, we, we you know, that's one of the, our, the fun part of the show is kind of discussing what the... Who the artist is going to be? No, not the, who the artist is going to be, but what, what's done to the songs. Because there's times when, excuse me, I feel like the producers really improve the song. And then there's times when I feel like they really fuck it up, mm. you know, and there, there's times when there's this one episode that aired not too long ago. It was one of my favorite episodes as far as all of the songs that were featured by the, they, they have, like I said, they have uh four, they start, they have four songwriters that come on 
and they even they've even had a, a, a songwriting team once. Oh wow! And then three are selected, and it's only only one is sent away, and three mm-hmm. are selected for the next round. And that's when the, they go in with the producers and they basically change the song or customize the song or whatever you want to call it. And then one is selected. Normally one is selected. Will I am selected all three, three of his, yeah. but normally one song is selected. Anyway, uh, yeah, this one particular episode though, like all of the songs, I liked them so much when, and then when the producers got done with them, I didn't like any of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what were they listening to? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's a very interesting show and very odd. So I, I recommend it if you, you know, kind of like create, and it's, and it's different from all the, the voice and, and, and American Idol and those things, because it doesn't feel like they have as much of the, they're not, they're not, they're, there's not all that, that all that production mm-hmm. there to, to like, to, 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 um, to add to the competition, yeah. you know what I mean. There's not a whole lot of there's the like propaganda. A, yeah, there's a there's a brief little interview, you know, about each artist before they start. You get right to their song, and then they get right to right after the song. They 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 have their notes or whatever, and then afterwards then they show them whatever. But it's, there's not a lot of gimmicky stuff. Like they don't like American Idol. A lot of times they would intentionally put people through who were bad, mm-hmm. so you could they, people would laugh at them, make fun. You know, there's yeah. not there's none of that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? There's none of that. None of that. And uh, it's 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 a really fun show. And which network does this come on? I don't know. NBC. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I never know networks. It's on NBC, <laughs> and you can watch on Hulu too. Okay. Uh, another show that I highly recommend is Mind Hunters. Oh. On Netflix. Okay. The second season just dropped a little about a month or so ago. I just finished it. Really good. Now, the first season, I tell you, it starts off a little slow. If you're not, so this is you have to be into serial killers. If you're into serial killers oh. or profiling and stuff like that, you you will like this show. Okay. What? I started to watch it, and you're right. So thank you for telling me that. Yeah, it starts off slow, and it's based on. I gave up. Facts. Well, it's based. Okay, so the story or the show is based on a book by uh, John E. Douglas, mm-hmm. right? Which I read. Okay, it's okay. called yeah, called Mine Hunters. Johnny Douglas is the guy who basically is like the godfather of profiling and the B, the the, B, the BSU uh, unit at Quantico of the mm-hmm. FBI. The sweaty guy. What? He's kind of short, pasty. Okay. Well, I'm talking. About, I'm talking about the real life. Guy. Oh, okay. The real life guy. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about the guy on the show. The guy he plays. Yeah. No, the guy who the young guy. Yeah, yeah, that's who John. He's based on Johnny okay. Douglas. Yeah. So anyway, I'm still talking about real life though. Okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, yeah. So Johnny Douglas is that guy who is the father of you know modern you know uh, uh, psychology uh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff and, and, profiling. and profiling and all yeah. that. Yeah, it was very. So this story is about that about his life. And and the introduction of it into the FBI at the early stages in the late sixties, early seventies. Mm-hmm. That's what this show is about. So it's super interesting to me because I like that type of stuff, as you can tell, because I already read the book about it. Right. So I already, you know, already knew the story. And they stick pretty close to reality. Like they use all the real serial killers' names and mostly everything happened pretty close to, you know, how it happened in real life. One of the things that didn't well, 
I don't want I don't want to spoil anything, but there's something in the second season uh, that did happen in real life, but the way it happened in the movies or the TV show, show. I mean, uh, it happened a little different than okay. that. But it is an actual thing that happened. So I'll tell you guys about that maybe, you know, when the third season comes out or something, or after, you know, because I don't want, like I said, I don't want to, I don't okay. spoil it. Because I, I got, I got like three episodes in, and it was a little bit slow. Yeah, it's, it's, the first season is pretty much going to be pretty much like that. The whole. Like I said, unless you're into that type of thing, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's, I, it's, you're, you're going to find it slow. I, I, the reason why I started watching it was because you talked about it and then I watched the preview of it and it was so intriguing and I was like, oh, psh, I'm sold. But it was just I wanted to get to the part when he started talking and profiling mm-hmm. and it was just a little bit slow getting up to that right. point. He has to go through some rigmarole right. to get to that point and I didn't know that. Right. So I'm like, oh man, just become a profiler but already. So there's there's so much, <laughs> I mean, but the, the show skips so much. Like yeah. there's so much that happened before he gets to the FBI. Mm-hmm. He was like a chief of police and some mm-hmm. other things and he worked at like two or three different police mm-hmm. departments and yeah, all this kind of stuff. Was, that's right. He went to school. There's a whole lot to him. Yeah. You know, before the FBI part. Right. You know, so he's a he's an amazing guy. He's in the seventies now, I've been retired for a while and yeah. he he does podcasts and different things oh, and wow. stuff or whatever. But everybody got a podcast. Yeah, everybody podcast. TI got a podcast. Mm. Like so anyway, uh he he um the, the second season, they pick up the pace. Okay. You know, they pick up the pace a lot more. They I I can tell you this without giving it away. Uh they the the major focus is the Atlanta, the Atlanta child murders. Okay. And that's where that this season focus is is on that. Cuz they touched on it in this in the first season, right? They might have at the end maybe. Okay. I'm, I'm Interesting not, that I'm they would choose sure. that one. But yeah. Interesting that they would choose that particular case, which is some people would still say is still unsolved. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's controversial. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, there's a lot of people believe that the person that they they got convicted for didn't do it. Well, yeah, well, they even, okay, again, I don't want to give stuff away, so can't really, <laughs> that's I'm the problem with, it. that's Thank the problem you, with know. true life stuff and right. TV stuff and whatever, you know, and it's like, eh, it's like it happened way back in the 70s, but people don't know, so you're like, you don't want to, you know, yeah. but yeah, I know about that case, and I, like, and I understand exactly what you're saying, Pip, and there, there's some things I wish I could say about it that I don't want right. to say, because I don't want to give it away. No, I, I, I'm just saying, I'm, but, I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking as an outsider, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Inter- that's interesting, they would choose that, especially, yeah. If, if, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. But I think they did it because I think it's kind of, it fits chronologically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the, you know. Were you scared? Anyway, were you scared during that time? Because you that was when you were a kid. I I wasn't real. I wasn't real scared. You, I got, was, you got that it was happening in Atlanta, not out here. Well, you know why? Because I didn't really hear much about that. Okay. We had we had the Hillside Strangler. That's true. When I was a kid, and I was scared of him. Okay. Because I was in Illinois, but I was scared of the Atlanta child killer. You know, I was I was scared of the Hillside Strangler because that was literally here in. LA mm-hmm. you know and, and like on a, and I, I grew uh, my, my, I actually was living on the west side when I was like a little kid and we had a little on the street called Pickford and Pickford had a big hill called mm-hmm. Pickford Hill and you know I, I didn't I didn't, right 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 for a kid a hill and hillside like right I don't, I don't right it's right hill, it's the murder hill exactly yeah. so i like oh my god he's lurking around this hill right here on pickford you know what right. i'm saying so yeah i was i was afraid of that hill for, that's so funny for uh for a couple of reasons not only because of that also because at the time that hill looked like a big ass mountain to me wow. 
Oh. It, it looked huge. I mean, it was so. I was terrified of that hill. <laughs> That's so funny, like how kids think too. But it also goes to show you parents who don't really talk to their kids or talk to their kids as kids or want to always hide stuff from their kids. This is why you're doing them damage and exactly. stuff like that, right? Because you just say because kids do are trying to understand the world because they it's just all new to them and things like that. So I remember at that time, I didn't think specifically the Atlanta child murder was going to come get me, but what adults were saying around me right. and not explaining to me the, the specifics of it was like, they out here snatching kids and killing them. Right, right. They are? Who are they? <laughs> right, 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 right. So I'm walking home from school. Looking around. Yeah, like yeah. where they at? Who is, I don't know what they look like. Yeah. I don't know where they're going to come from. Who is they? Right. Looking for them. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm in yeah. the fifth hilarious. grade scared to death. That's hilarious. That they going to snatch me. Yeah. My mom, I, my mom just always gave me warnings and threatens, threatenings at the same time. So I didn't know whether to be more afraid of a kidnapper or my mama. <laughs> right, right. If I didn't do what she said, I'm going to get killed anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So so anyway, uh, yeah, that the, those, the, that um, that's on Netflix. That's a really, like I said, if you're into serial killers and profiling, that type of thing, if you like shows like Criminal Minds or whatever, uh, uh, Hannibal and was that, that movie with uh, Hannibal Lecter. Uh, Silence of the Minds. If you like Silence that, of the Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Silence of the Minds. Silence of the Lambs. If you like stuff like that, then this should be right up your alley. And uh, it, like I said, it picks up in the second season, and it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm jump back in. But uh, my TV choices are boring compared to y'all's. <laughs> I didn't even make a choice. <laughs> I've been watching The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, that's the beauty of it. You know, there's room for everything, everybody. You know what I mean? Mm. To each his own. Great British Bake Off and each his own. And Golden Girls reruns. <laughs> so, Didi, you you've had Netflix for a while now. What have you kind of landed on? Are you you know what have you been? Um, well, apparently, I like irreverent comedies because they keep giving you suggestions. They keep <laughs> suggesting those to me. Well, give me an example of an irreverent comedy. Um, what do they consider irreverent? Like stand-ups and... Sex, um, oh, stand-up comedy? Yeah, sex Tuplets. Sex, yep, Sex Tuplets, the one, the Marlon uh, Wayne's one. I haven't seen it, but it, yeah, these not, are the ones that they're recommending for me. Uh, and then I've seen the one uh, with the girl who used to be on, not Peggy Bundy, Kelly Bundy. She was Kelly oh, Bundy. Oh, uh, Christina De- Applegate. De- Christina De- Applegate. Dead to Me. Dead to Dead Me. To me. Yeah. Love Dead to Me. You love that? that I, I did good. love Dead to Me. I, I, I watched the first episode, and I liked it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, and I just haven't gotten around to finishing it. Twist it twists and turns and twists. Yeah. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out. But now, it. but I just got finished binge watching this styling show about like one of the first. Um, he's a black stylist, and he styles like all the black people in Hollywood. And he's like some new guy. Is this the gay couple? Yeah, the gay black couple. couple in uh-huh. LA? Yeah, Ho- Hollywood stylist. Hollywood stylist, something like that. Oh, I saw that on there. Yes, I saw that on. There. Watched it, loved it. I watched it in like. <laughs> A means of hours. I was like, God, this is so good. I was mad that it was over. So binge that. That was good. Yep, I'm. I've been. Uh, I'm into a show that you suggested. Which that? The Good Place. I love The Good Place. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on the Watched second. It. I'm on the second season now. Oh, I really good. like I it. The good I really place. like it. I really like it. It's. It's. Yeah. I like it. It has good recommendations. It's actually funny. It's got some good bits, and then it's kind of deep. It's got a little philosophical thing about why, of, why. Why are we of, good? Why are we bad? Yeah. 
Yeah, it, yeah, and it's like woven in there in the back, and it does it without being preachy. Or exactly. Whatever. And yeah, and it's a it's show about funny. heaven and hell, but it's not religious. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's very, very smart, very clever. Because I remember I introduced my mom, who's religious, to that show, and she's like, "I don't want to be." I'm like, "No, mom, it's not what you think. It's yeah. not. It's not, it's not <laughs> it's about. Not. There's no preaching, and there's yeah. no. no they don't take the word and change it. And so, yeah, and they do it without. They not like, and they do it without. Uh, a lot of times, stuff like that, a Christian would uh, feel uncomfortable watching because it could get blasphemous. Right? There, it's not blasphemous, no blasphemous at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, not even about religion. Yeah, it's not, yeah, about it's not, it's not blasphemous at all. You you watch it too? Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes of it. Oh. Oh, Pip, Pip, tell me about it. I love that <laughs> Filipino dude. Oh, my God, he cracked me up. Jason. Yeah, Jason the other Jason. one that you found. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that show's over so the funny. top. Yeah. It's really over the top. Yeah, that's um, good. Pip told me about Nailed It. Nailed all it. that. Finished all the Nailed It. Oh, I love Nailed It. You might like this uh, uh, movie. It's an older movie, Pip, but I don't know if, if you've never seen it. Uh, not movie, TV show. I don't know why I'm just mixing my terms up. Uh, it's called, uh, I think it's called Dead Like Me. It's with hmm. uh, Mandy Patinkin, and I can't remember who else is in it. That does sound kind of familiar. But it's yeah. about uh, basically like Grim Reapers. Okay. And so it's oh, kind of. I don't. It's the title sounds familiar. Yeah, it's like dead, dead like me, or dead to me, or no, Christian Applegate is dead to me. I think like dead like me, something like yeah, that. I think it's but, dead like me. But like I said, it's, it's Mandy Patinkin is in it, and it's a uh, it's a comedy, and it's about the afterlife. But they're they are grim reapers. I think is, is that's what it's mm. about. And I I don't actually think I liked it, but I don't think I finished it. No, I don't. So I've I never think, seen I'm that. I'm gonna go back and uh, check it out. But, uh, but you're right. That would appeal of, to me. It reminds me of good a uh, good place. You know, similar after mm. death. That would appeal to comedy. Me. Yeah, I think you would like. That. I don't know why I like shows about death. You remember, <laughs> show, you remember that show about the guy that made pies, but if he touched you, you died, and he could bring he could bring you back, but. Then once he touched you again, you died again. It was a pie maker oh. or something, right? Involved. Yeah, and Kristen Chenoweth was on it yeah, too. I only saw like one or episode I or something. That show. I only saw like a couple episodes. It, it didn't make it that far, right? I, I, no, it didn't. Canceled, like I like Six Feet Under. Oh, oh I like Six Feet Under. Hey, that's my, I don't know what it, that's my jam. Yeah, you do a show about dying, I'm on it. Yeah, that was good. They need to take that British Baking Show <laughs> and make and, it about death. Com- combine it <laughs> with death with a death show. Yeah. And then it's all about food that you bring to wakes. Oh my god! I don't know, but I'll watch it. Man, man. If you lose, they kill you in real life. (laughs) (laughs) These are the worst cookies I've ever had. (laughs) Oh man! We will vote and see how you will die. All right, Pip, you ready? Let's do it. All right, now we're going to hit you with some of that. that good stuff that you haven't had in weeks. Weeks. Woo. Weeks. Weeks. Pips. That's why my pockets is empty. Broke ass hacks. Bitch better have my money. Yo, 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 it's Pip, and I am back with another Baroque-ass hack. Uh, Many of my hacks are uh, about, like, something specific that you can do, and then some of them are a little bit more, like, thinky things, like, how do you think about money? Uh, The reason why most people are broke is because their relationship with money is bad. It's a bad relationship. 
like having a bad partner, bad spouse, uh, abusive relationship, whatever the case may be, you have a bad relationship with money. I am one of those people. I'm not calling you out because I'm standing in judgment. I'm one of those people as well. And I've had to change my mentality about money in order for me to have more money and not be broke all the time. Now, having said that, this is something we I brought up on the show before. Money is more than just dollars and cents as well, just physical dollars and cents that you see. For, uh, what do I mean by that? I mean this. Uh, we talked about this on the show before about discounts, and people want to pick the cheapest thing and think like they're saving money. Like, oh, well, I only spent $30, so I didn't spend a lot of money where the better quality thing might cost $50. And you end up actually spending more money in the long run, uh, not thinking of your money in a bigger sense than just what you physically have. I don't think I explained that very well. Let's go back again. <laughs> Let me go back again. I See, I got off my notes thinking I'm always, like, I know this. Let me get off my notes. Let me get back on my notes. Uh, your money and your time and your thoughts, they're all tied together. And you have to start thinking of money in a new way. Let me use my example again, but let me explain it a little bit better. You want to buy a hat. Uh, you want to get a nice hat because you want to something that's going to, you know, be in fashion for a few seasons or whatever the case may be. And you find a hat, you find the hat that you want and you and you go out and you spend and the hat costs twenty dollars and you spend that twenty dollars on that hat. And that's great. But the hat that you got for twenty dollars is not as good a quality it's maybe made out of inferior material and you're only going to wear end up wearing it for a season. Mm-hmm. Now it may, yeah, you got your, you probably got your money's worth. You only spent $20 on it. But what if you spent 10 more dollars for a hat that's going to last for five years or 10 years or a hat you can give to your child Aww. or your grandchild later on? Can, do you see how you got more for your money? Even though you spent more money, your money was actually worth more, had more value and you can still you, you still got savings out of it because you didn't buy a $20 hat this year and a $20 hat next year and a $20 hat next year, which is $60. You spent $30 for a hat that lasted for several years, $10 for $10 more. You got to start thinking that kind of way about your money. So how do you start changing? This is what I did to start changing. I actually tried to figure out what my time is actually worth. And a great, great way to do that for those of you like, I don't know, I don't know what my time is worth. Think about what you get paid for your job. What do you get paid hourly to do your job? If you got more than one job, average it out. If you are currently unemployed, think about the job that you want or what does that pay? Okay. Figure it out. And you probably are, your time is probably actually worth more than you're actually paid. But let's start with that as a base figure. So let's just say I'm just minimum wage right now in LA is roughly like what sixteen dollars an hour, fifteen fifty. Fifteen. Okay, so let's just let say fifteen dollars an hour. Say your time is worth fifteen dollars an hour. Okay. Do you want to spend two hours, which is thirty dollars, to save five dollars? No. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? No. You got to start thinking about your money in that kind of way as well, your time and, and, your, and, and what's efficient and stuff like that. So I know this is not necessarily a hack in a sense of like, oh, well, if you put water into an ice tray and stick it in the freezer, it'll freeze and you have something with it. This is, not a, this, is a, this is a matter of changing the way you think. Yeah. 
So start thinking about your time as money as well. And start using your time and investing in your time as money as well when you are approaching your financial situations. Now, last thing I just want to add on to this hack this week is this. I mentioned this app earlier uh, earlier this year called Ernie, E-A-R-N-Y. It's an app that follows your spending habits online and will tell you if something that you bought in the next 90 days, if it goes on sale, and then it gives you a refund for you. I have received three refunds since getting the Ernie app. They're not outrageous. They're not big. I have, I'm not flowing in the money. It's not like they saved me 20, they sent, found $20 or something like that, but it was like a dollar 50 on this. This one was like $10. This one was like uh $2 and 70 cents. It went, went down and they got that money and they put that back on my credit card for me. So when I initially put that app and I got my very first refund from the app, I think it was like a dollar 17 or something like that. And I was like, I'm not sure if this is worth your time. I can say now, six months later, yeah, it was worth my time. I didn't have to do any effort, and I've already gotten it back almost $15. Wow. And that's just, just this year. Nice. Not me. I literally haven't done anything except for connect this app and then connect my Amazon account to it and connected my Target account to it. Wow. And they find, like, something I bought at Target recently went down in price, and they went on my behalf to Target and got me my money. All right, wow. now, Ernie. So that's that. That's my real, real hack that you can use this week, Ernie. Yes. Pip, I like what you said about the thinking about your your time as money as well because Me too. I think that's an issue I have with my wife. My wife does all these things, you know, to save money here and there. A lot of times for me, it's like it's counterproductive mm-hmm. because she spends so much time and energy to save this this little pittance, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of dollars here and there. That literally, if you even if you didn't uh, think of her time as a salary, because you know she's a, a housewife. If you just thought of the, the just the gas and energy mm-hmm. that she's expending, mm-hmm. but you're spending a lot save. of times. It's like it does. It just doesn't make sense and. Uh, she doesn't get why a lot of times, like, I'm just, I hate to to feel like or project like I'm above certain things, but like that, you know, standing in line for hours for the free whatever, mm-hmm. the, 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 the don't, the uh, Krispy Kreme's got a, a donut and Baskin Robbins has a, a, a an ice cream, one scoop or something uh, like or on their anniversary or Baskin something. Baskin Robbins Day, yeah. yeah free whatever. Slurpees on 7-Eleven. What, whatever it is. All, a lot of the places do it. And I always just walk right past that stuff. Because it's I, not because free if you're wasting all that time. Exa- for me, I would I would rather pay full price for mm-hmm. it and just be about my business than to stand in line all that. And it just it's just not worth it. It's just not. It's just it's just not. Yeah, there's there's our prices other than dollars and cents. I guess that's my yes. right, pieces. right, yes. and that's what I'm trying to get her to realize. Yes, and wife, I think even but. other people don't even realize that because people will ask you to do something, or maybe, and for them it's something small or fragmental in their mind. But really, you're like, wait a minute, let me break down to you the effort that I have to put in just to do this one little thing, and that's time and energy, and that costs money too. People don't, you know. Or when you, you have to hire, that. when you have to hire a professional, yeah. Like, and this is this is where people get in trouble. Like, oh, I'm on DIY and save a bunch of money. Are you saving money if you have to have somebody that you spit that's going to cost you eight hundred dollars to come out and fix it later on? Yep, yep. 
I want to say shout out to Jason and Mindy, my good friends and, and, and friends of the show who are live in the chat with hey, us Jason today. And Mindy. Hey, Mindy, we see you, girl. Shout hey, out, shout out. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, man. Yeah, and ID 15504215. Big ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like your handle, ID. Right. <laughs> all right, y'all. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and get into our next phase, which is the question of the week. Oh, I love it. So before I get into the super fan and uh, super, super fan, super friend of the show, Chad Samuel Jr., he he hollered at me, and and made a confession. He was like, "Do you know I've been I've been half reading the questions and I just been answering because I'm so excited, whatever." I'm like, "Man, first of all, you you know you don't owe an apology if you're so excited to reply to to the feedback for my show or whatever." That, that I'm thanking you. You don't need to apologize to me. You know now we. We kid, we kid around, and we we tease the people, whatever about you, you know, not paying attention or the you know the left answers and this this and that. But it's all lighthearted. It's all in good fun. It's like, well, man, we we're grateful for you. Yeah, you know, you're the one taking your time, listening to us, following us, checking for us, responding to us, giving us feedback for the show. So don't get it twisted. We appreciate you. Samuel Jr. Uh, Samuel <laughs> Samuel Chad, Chad, Samuel Chad, Jackson Chad, Chad Samuel Jr. Chad, Chad Samuel Jackson Jr. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. That was funny. Oh man. Okay. Chad Samuel Jackson Jr. Right. So, question of the week: What music icon do you think is highly overrated? Overrated? Overrated. Oh. Yeah, what did you think? It was underrated? Oh, shit. I read the question like, Chaz. Look, look at you. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was here. Yes. I it, didn't even have to read it. <laughs> it was Yeah, that was Pip. Pip came up with this. This is I Pip's thought it was question. underrated. No, it's overrated. Which music icon do you think is highly overrated? Okay. Right, Pip? That, that is correct, sir. Yeah. Okay. So, let's. we're going to go ahead. and Now, I had a little, uh, some issue with some people about what they consider the icon, and I rejected some of their submissions you based on that. You can't do that. Sure, I can. <laughs> sure, I Montel can. Montel Jordan is not an icon. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Thank you, Pip. That's what I'm saying. This is how Thank we do you. it. That this song, is how we do it. That, that song song's was well great. Known. But, that's his but, song. Okay, but that's not, does not make him an icon. And before you defend too much he he said he was overrated and he hated that song i don't care how he feels about it that's so, somebody else's opinion of but Montel jordan and I'm i think it's valid he's just what? not an icon that's all i'm saying he's not my icon but he might be somebody not, else's icon I, I could see how if we went out even on crenshaw well, in a black neighborhood if we went out and asked 15 people randomly they wouldn't even know who the fuck he was he's not an icon well it all depends on who he has not no millennial maybe maybe millennial. then he would be an icon he, is, they would know this is how we do it is that everybody knows that song everybody yeah, but don't know Montel Jordan mean, yeah that doesn't mean that he's an icon though because everybody know look and I don't and I, I dispute everybody knows that song I can name you one quiet riot <laughs> song but I know who the fuck quiet riot they they, they a big deal that's what I'm saying that's an icon I don't know that. <laughs> okay fair enough 
So anyway, uh, start off with uh, Easy E said, uh, Easy said J Lo, and that was one that I kind of disputed, but I kind of I walked that one back a little bit. You know, um, even my wife jumped on Easy side about it or whatever. I, I, I don't, and I don't dispute that she's an icon, but I don't think she's a musical icon. But that's just my personal. But it's, really, it's all my she, personal. She's had hits for years now. I know. But she got a Vegas residency. I, what is his, his opinion of what an icon I, is? I, I guess I'm thinking. You thinking big? I'm thinking, big. A, I'm thinking a musical legend, right? You know what I'm saying? I think. I know what, what you're I'm saying. Thinking. Yeah. You think like you talking about Quincy Jones? And, and while, like Michael I said, Jackson. everybody knows J Lo or whatever. She's not known for being this outstanding musical talent. That's what I'm thinking of when I. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not that ju- they just know you, but they know you for being this musical genius talent. Right, they name music schools after you. I'm yes, that level, that shit. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyway, but I didn't say that. Yes. So, you know, I kind of give him a pat. But Cardi B, she's been around five seconds. <laughs> she's somebody. She's been around five seconds. Fuck somebody's icon. <laughs> That's the whole, the whole world. If you there's how many billion people in the world? We gonna we gonna have millions we're, of people love her. We gonna have we gonna have a, a icon for each billion person in. Billions of people in the world. I mean, come on now. That's not how shit go. All right. So he he lists uh, J Lo and then he listed Cardi B. I, I give him a pass on J Lo, but Cardi B, I'm sorry. She's been around five seconds. Uh there's people there, there's too many people walking around live right now. I don't know who the fuck she is. I don't know about that. Oh yes, plenty. Uh so uh let's see. Taylor Bougie said, Taylor Bougie Tanya, she said Elvis. That is an icon. That's an icon. Damon Stanford, Damon the Weasel Stanford says Madonna. Also an icon. Ms. Gwen Turner said Frank Sinatra, another icon. She says Sammy Davis Jr. was much more talented. I agree with that. Okay. Wow. Uh, Chrissy Chris says, oh, well, no, we'll be back later. Uh, Momo. Momo said Metallica. Mm. I was, whatever. Okay. Uh, Jason Lewis said Montel Jordan, not an icon. Uh, nephew Deuce is uh, I think I think he was trolling. I'm not sure, but he <laughs> says uh, Tupac still team Biggie. I asked him if he was trolling. He never answered. Uh, I'm still wondering. Like, are you trolling or what? Uh, David said, "I'm going to say it. What makes Tupac an icon? To uh, number of albums sold. Majority of people that like." Him didn't listen to his music when he was alive. That's bullshit. <laughs> and I'm not talking younger generation. I'm talking people that could have actively enjoyed his music when he was alive. Not until it was safe, quote unquote, and he crossed over literally and figuratively. Did they like him or did they want to be like everyone else? I don't know. I think maybe he's talking about mainstream America. I get that, but this is but, but he actually answered his own question. This is what makes Tupac an icon. Yeah. After he died, he became otherworldly. It's kind of like what's happening to Nipsey right now. Like people who never even really heard of him, they they or or they knew who he was but didn't know his music all of a sudden became really important. And then they right. had to get a tattoo. Right. And they had to get him airbrushed on the side of their building. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, Carmen Miller said Biggie. Mm. I know, right? Mm, I disagree. I disagree as well. But uh, And then we have another. Uh, Rosalind Jackson said uh, 
Elvis. I Shout out to uh, Roslyn and Word of Girl Entertainment. Timmy Maggi for that, though. Elvis. Yeah. They actually, I was watching a old clip of, I think it was Letterman, when he was really young. He had, what's that guy's name? The guy who was basically Elvis, like the real Elvis, was a black guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. Um, I, I can't, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but I know it's. Yeah, but anyway, he was the guy who who wrote all the songs for Elvis. Mm-hmm. And Elvis would and he would he would do a demo track of the song and then Elvis would basically do an impers- impersonation of this guy. Mm-hmm. And that was the 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 so-called uh, Elvis sound and all that stuff was really this guy's sound. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh they were they was asking him like, did, you know, how did you feel about that? And, you know, did it make you upset and this and that? And he was like, he was like, well, you know, initially I felt some kind of way about it. Well, he didn't say that because that's today's vernacular. But he said something, you know, along those lines. But he said, but then those checks start coming. Right. <laughs> yeah. He said, after that, you know, it was like, mm, you know, and he, he never met him. And, and let's be and they never it. They never met because he felt like uh, they had a good thing going. And he was afraid that if they met, maybe they didn't like each other or some the magic or whatever would, you know, they're like, it was kind of superstitious. You know, he didn't want to, they didn't want to mess with a good thing. So they never met. And uh, he, he wrote for him for, for years. It's funny because Elvis is, is truly a, a musical icon. And I agree that he's overrated too. But I, I like J-Lo, I like Elvis. I actually like Elvis more in the movies. Mm, okay. He's good looking. He, had good, <laughs> he was suave as hell in all the movies. Yeah, yeah. He definitely had the look. So. But uh, okay, so um, and now Chas Samuel Jr. says, uh, "I'll be sure, not an icon." <laughs> Chas. And then he said, "Keep sweat," and I'm like, "No, okay, yeah, I, I'll give you a pass on Keep Sweat, but not I'll be sure. Mm-hmm. I'll be sure. No, come on. <laughs> yeah." Yeah, I'm gonna uh, even have to go now. Now, <laughs> but there's people out there. Somebody's icon. Mm, <laughs> Apparently, Chazis. Uh, T. August Wilson said Al Jarreau. Oh, but, controversial. But he was uh, he was he was uh, being facetious. Okay, he was trying to start shit. He admitted that he was trying to start shit. Okay, yeah. like who he don't like trolling. Al Jarreau? Who don't like Al Jarreau? Yeah. That, that my boy, my my boy Tim Wilson. Uh, he used to do the What Up Do show, and he has a great sense of humor. One of the best show, one of the best podcasts ever. I've been trying to get him and La- and Latone to come back ever since they stopped. That that was what a man, what a what a age that was. I kind of feel like even though podcasts are still new, I kind of feel like there was this this golden era for black podcasts because every time I look, it's, it, I see another one that's not around anymore. So, but at the same time, it makes us makes me feel special. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're still um, here. But uh, twenty years later, uh, Tim, Tim Wilson was—he's a—he's a funny dude. He's a funny dude, and we used to have these little—we used to have fake uh, podcast beef, and we'd go back and forth. And oh wow! I'd, I'd say something on him on my show, and then next week he say something on. Me. Yeah, it was—it wasn't really fair though because Tim's show was daily, so wow. he could get me four or five, five times, times before week. I could get him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did four or five shows a week. You have to do a list. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was fun. It was so fun. I miss him. He's, he's, he's a good friend still. Uh, anyway, Sindo, Sindo Reddick, cousin Sindo says, uh, Britney Spears. Okay. Another, uh, Ron, my buddy Ron says, uh, J-Lo. 
Makila Harris says, Janet Jackson. Yes, I said it. Janet Jackson. Ooh, she said it two times. That hurts. Yeah, but I kind of understand why she put her up there. I get it. Yeah. I, I get I, it. Because she does she's not she's a singer and she does not have the best vocals. No, she does in the game. No. So I get it. Yeah. But she's it's her all her other her is People like Janet, they, what they do is they say she's an awesome entertainer. Yes, <laughs> that's how they that's how they package Janet at, under the entertainment. You know, uh, 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 you know, not vocalist or she's an inter- which she is. You put her dancing and her her song, her lyrics, and her together. music, put it all together. Her performance and whatever, right. and it, it's awesome. Not everybody can do it. I used to say as a singer, Janet, Janet is really tight from A to C. <laughs> 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 That's funny. You see. Okay. Uh Doug Ramsey says, aka Rambo. He said Johnny Cash. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh, that's now that's he's an icon. Yeah, he is an icon. You going you you're going for the biggest. Right, biggest. right. You know, Johnny Cash and Elvis, they ooh, <laughs> Frank Sinatra, they right. hitting hard. <laughs> pulling no punches, boy. Chrissy Chris said Bobby Brown. Yeah, I said it. T- talking about he's the king of R and B. Damn Brownie it. face. Yeah, she mad about it. Yeah, I'm and then and, and then uh, and uh, uh, Rosalind Wordy Girl was like, "Oh no, don't be talking about no Bobby Brown." She's always defending her people. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. Bobby Brown's overrated. I think he's good, but I think he's overrated. I think he's good. He definitely ain't no king of R and B. So Whitney reached for that one. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I ain't mad she at her. That's her husband. Yeah, that's a deal. <laughs> Digmatized. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I, I mean. She was, she was, it was her, that's her man. I mean, I'm not mad at that, but I don't agree with it. Right. But I ain't mad at her for saying that. But for people like my wife who trying to run with it, like, girl, go sit down <laughs> Like, you know, mm-mm. especially before R. Kelly got in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, are you serious right now? Uh, Carl said Mariah Carey. Oh my god, I almost I almost couldn't even get the words out of my mouth to say oh, that wow. one. I know, that's right? That's 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 blasphemous right that there. Is. Not, check her not Mimi. Check her records. I can't let uh, my wife hear about that one, Carl, because she would come for you, man. Have to hide the guns. Laton oh, another one for my wife too. Back to back. Laton Hart said Aaliyah. She oh. just stole R. Kelly, Missy, and Timberland's best nineties music. Wow. Dang. Wow. Harsh. Did she steal it? Yeah, yeah, they gave it to her. Right. They yeah, her. They, they, they made her. Right. What? <laughs> she didn't steal it. <laughs> like, that's. No. Wow. No. Oh, don't forget Chrissy Chris. Even, yeah. Uh, no, what did it? Bobby Brown. Oh, no. uh, oh, she's another one. She said, oh, Usher. Not sure. Then why you say it? Usher. <laughs> Usher. Usher. Yeah, Aaliyah, mm, you can't. Yeah, she didn't steal it. She didn't steal it. No, she didn't steal it. She didn't steal it. No, she didn't. I'm almost upset about that part. Right? Like, what are you talking about? Not even that you feel like she's underrated, but the fact that you feel like she stole that? Even even Elvis didn't steal the black guy stuff. Like, you could say it was. He bought it. Yeah. (laughs) He paid for it. And you could, you know, there's some stuff you could say about it, you know, but I mean, he actually did sing. That was his real voice. Mm hmm. Really but he just he played the guitar. But his style, he bit it. He bit all his swag from black people. Yeah. But he's not, you know, he didn't do anything, you know, really dishonest. I mean, you know, he, it was business. Mm-hmm. It was business. That's all it was. I mean, you could be mad about it, but 
that that black man his family they ate good off of that <laughs> you know he wasn't mad he was happy in fact he was so happy about it he didn't want to meet him because he didn't want to jinx it you know what Ooh. I'm saying so it is what it is Justina Allen said y'all can get mad but Biggie and Tupac he threw <laughs> both of them under the bus girl please you better go do some exercise somewhere oh no She's, <laughs> Uh-oh, uh-oh, the beehive. My buddy Carl Milburn, I'm going to say his whole name. <laughs> he said Beyonce. All right, now. Ooh, whoa, whoa. Too uh-oh, far. Uh-oh, and then Too Tony, far. friend of the show, Tony Santiago said Jay-Z. Yeah, oh, the fine. brown get down is going there. Uh-oh, the whole, they got the whole uh, Bay Hive, Jay Jigger <laughs> family conglomeracy I, all in one swoop. What? I know hatred when I see it. Dang. Dang. Brandon Littlejohn, nephew, said Drake. Agreed. <laughs> I like Drake, but I just don't think he all that. I like Drake. I like Drake, too. I love that Drake and Chris Brown song that's out now. I like. but Tina Greenwood not- said, hmm, I never understood what the hype was for a Madonna way back in the day. She was controversial. That's part of the hype. Uh, yeah. That was she got you talking about her. Yeah, and she was sexy. She was yeah. sexy. Yeah, I liked her. I like her music, her old music. And uh, Tanya says uh, she she agrees with uh, Carl about Beyonce being an overrated yeah, icon. I saw that. Mm. Wow, <laughs> wowzers! That's funny. Wowzers, wowzers! I'm personally offended, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Man. Both of my girls, B and Mimi. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. Ah. Anyway, that about does it, guys. Is it our turn? Oh, yeah. It's our turn. Exactly. Pip? I'm so, I've been, I'm so ready. I, I, this is my question, right? Yeah, yeah. This is your question. Yeah, because I, I wanted to say this. The Rolling Stones. Oh. oh okay. Sit down. Okay. I wow. was going to say that. I got too. another good one that I think the, is equivalent to that one. What, who you got? Who you got, Didi? Um, I was gonna say Led Zeppelin, Garth Brooks. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. One right, icon. I'll stop there. Pick, pick your biggest one. <laughs> I'll go. I'll stop there. Okay. I'm trying to find somebody black too. We usually give you know ourselves a little more leeway with the answer, especially you know it's our show and all that. But we are running behind. Okay, mine is. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. The Beatles. Mm. Yes. The Beatles. I kind of like them though. The, I'd but like we were saying, we like Janet too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We like it doesn't mean you don't like That's them. True. Doesn't That's mean true. they aren't good. That's true. But the Beatles, they kind of. First of all, my my wife got mad at me when I said the Beatles, and she ain't even like like that. Like that, that, that Beatles, that, that, that. First of all, the Beatles. Every every musician would tell you that they were shit musicians. Yeah, they that's all. True. That's like, and that they comes did out, a lot of drugs. They didn't say it back then, but now that well, they all did a lot of drugs. I don't know what that got to do with anything. But well, it, that it, <laughs> they was, yeah, they did, but that they it that they couldn't even do what they were supposed to do because they were so high all the time. Oh, okay. Well, they were shit musicians, and I, their their voices, you know, they could carry a tune, but it wasn't nothing special. You know, their songwriting was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 what. That's what saved them. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. songwriting, yeah, because yeah, they wrote they wrote the hell out of some songs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they was high. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I'm with him. They Everybody high. was high. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> we saw my Earth, Wind, and Fire last night. Did black movie soundtrack Earth, Wind, and Fire was in the movie version of 
Sergeant Pepper's, the one the BJ's, the BJ's did the Sergeant Pepper's album, mm-hmm. and Earth, Wind, and Fire sang "Got to Get You Into My Life." Mm-hmm. And their version, everybody will tell you, is way better than the Beatles version. Wow. Oh, wow. This chat's going off. Drake's a bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Elvis tried to marry a 13-year-old. MK what about Ultra. Ringo? <laughs> JJ Stank- Stankovic. <laughs> okay, All JJ. right, JJ. What's popping? JJ Somebody is, else is he, in he there, He jumped too. in, and he's on one. Rosa, ooh. Ronald Dawes. Oh my God! All right, guys, thanks for uh, for piping in and sounding off. Yeah, yeah thank it. you. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna throw Tony Braxton in there too. Is she an icon though? I don't no, know. That's she, why I didn't put her in there. She ain't no icon, but I don't think she's overrated. I do. Okay, guys, that's it. That brings us to a close. We have a question for next week. We do not. We do not. We need one quick because we are. I almost had one late. too. All right. Go, go ahead and do your thing. I'll, I'll, I'll jump into the question when I get one. I'll, that's all that there is. It's just to wrap up. <laughs> There's no mail? There's no mail. There's no mail. There's no, no love from the U.S. Post Office. We got a new all message right. in the chat. All right. At the bottom. All right, then. Let's do a monarch. Okay, JJ, you are just all over the uh yeah, he just he just the theories, the conspiracy theories. I thought I was the conspiracy theorist. You dumping hot fire on everybody. She's okay. a monarch child. I'm a Google. I like this one. I think that's a nice way of saying she's a diva. I li- I like this one. We'll do this. What's, one. what's this? Okay, what's a wildly impractical law that you like to propose but not see pass? So in you can make up a law. Too complicated. Too complicated. Too complicated. Okay. They not How about gonna, this? They ain't gonna get that. How about this? These motherfuckers can't answer what's the most overrated icon. You think they gonna get an answer that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So many stipulations on what an icon is. <laughs> Did he mad? <laughs> Look at him. Mad. Yeah. Did over here shooting stuff down. Can't do that. Yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. No. <laughs> oh, I just what? Uh, yeah, she a demon. That's what I thought a monarch child was. I was gonna say that, but okay. Well, right, let's let's go the opposite direction wow. of what we did this week then. What's and that? It, it doesn't have to be an icon. What artist? What musical artist is most, underrated? Most most underrated. underrated. Okay. Oh, good, great. Okay, so what the question is for next week? What musical icon do you think is the most underrated? Or Artists, it's an artist artists. in general because they're not. Maybe they're not. Oh, no, maybe yeah, they're yeah, not no. an icon. Okay, because they're sorry, underrated. sorry, not not icon. Right. What musical artist do you think is underrated? Okay. Most underrated. Most okay. underrated. Most underrated. Low key locks girl. Would you? Uh uh-uh. uh. We ain't about that life. But good. But big up. Yeah. Don't don't come in my chat. Uh, you know, promoting your stuff. Akala. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. You blocked. Ooh. There's that. And there's that. You know that that's not, bad not, etiquette. Not, that not, is not, not, that not is, acceptable. That is not acceptable. Not acceptable. We <laughs> accept a lot of things inside the chat. Right. That's not one. Okay, guys. That is the show. We are way behind. Like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. So, yeah. All right. So... For Dijon Monique. Just the girl in my world. For Pip Lily. Back on the mic. I'm Dino Red saying holla at your boy.
From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.